Hi, I'm Teal. Yep, like the color. I live in Hollywood, the place where dreams supposedly happen, and I'm an actress. You probably noticed I use a wheelchair, but I never let my disability define me. Not everyone sees the world from my perspective, though, and that keeps things interesting. This is my gimpy life. Hey guys, it's time for another episode of My Gimpy Life Companion Cast. In this episode, we're discussing Season 2, Episode 3. But to start off, I actually forgot to put in an interview for Episode 2 last week. Uh, Steven Dingler, who is uh, one of the executive producers for this season, as well as last season, he had a little uh, cameo at the uh, movement class. And he was the gentleman, like uh, the reception person that Teal uh, goes to when she first enters the theater. Unfortunately, I forgot to put it in the episode last week. It was cut in initially and somehow got slipped out while I was editing. So I'm going to throw it in at the beginning of this episode. And then after that, it'll be all episode three stuff. So hopefully you guys will enjoy. And let's jump on in to My Gimpy Life, season two, episode three. Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Gimby Life Season 2, and I'm here with Stephen Dingler. His, Hello. Uh, welcome to the podcast. My pleasure. I love it. <laughs> His name might sound familiar because he was the EP last season, also a uh, extra, or the bartender. Yes. One of the scenes. And also the guy that put the money up for the first season. That's right. Yes. And now we're doing uh, Season 2. Yes. And you're also... Contributor, I'm, and I'm happy to say I'm, I'm, I'm only one of many people yeah, who put money up this that's time. That's right. Yeah, you're um, one. One. That was going to my first question. Yeah, was, yeah. You were the EP, the sole EP of the Correct. season one. I think so. I, I, yeah. I'm not a stickler for that sort of thing. I was, yeah, I, yeah. I was certainly the sole financier for yes. season one. Yes. So now um, being yeah. season two, yeah. it was kind of like share between you and Russell. Well, I mean, that it, it just went to Kickstarter. Yeah. And whatever it generated on Kickstarter is whatever it generated. Yeah. So I think Russell and I were the two top pledgers. Yes. I haven't met, actually. I haven't, didn't He's meet awesome. I, I know. I've, I've heard yeah. good things about him. Yeah. So, I mean, for me, it was so satisfying to see something that really, I mean, Teal had been talking to me about it for a while. So, yeah. you know, I've got this idea, I've got this idea. And I think, you know, in my mind, I thought, if she can get funding from inside the industry, because I'm not really inside the industry, yeah, right? Yeah. Inside the, the Hollywood business. Yeah. Um, so much the better. But then, you know, I was just down one day and I thought, you know, it better, like, if, if you can't get traction, it's better just to get it going and get it started, even yeah. if it, the money's coming from outside the industry, yeah. for me, um, just from an interested party, and then maybe they'll have to get the wheels turning. So, tremendously satisfying for me to see the next uh, season be funded through Kickstarter yeah. and broad-based support. I mean, I put a chunk of money in, but... Yeah. Not as much as last time, not yeah. nearly as much, right? So, yeah. I mean, uh, so it's neat to see the community responding, and it's a thing now. It's its yeah, own yeah. thing. Like, it's got a life of its own. And that's, yeah. I mean, like any parent, because I've got two kids, uh-huh. um, you know, I mean, I, I feel that way towards My Gippy Life. I feel like one of the parents of My Gippy Life, one yeah. of the original uh, uh, parents, not to imply <laughs> that Teal's my wife or anything, but you know what I'm saying. I guess I, I, I will I say I sort of feel well, no, like you one helped of the give parents. Birth yeah, to get right. My Gippy Life. Right. It was her, it was her idea. It was her baby, financing. and right. you helped. Right. And then to Get a thing, and so yeah. for the next time, you know, every parent wants to see what they created stand on its own two legs and get going and move forward. And so, you know, I'm very, I feel like a proud parent seeing this season um, financed. You know, I helped, sure, but it didn't. You know, it wasn't all me this yeah. time, right? Yeah. And uh, it's neat to see that you know it's being covered by NPR, and you know, oh, they were talking Lord, about a Harvard nice. uh, exposure yeah. that's coming up, and like a lot yeah. of things. And you know, that was always our vision: is that if you get it out there and show people. This exists. It'll start to get, and I don't just mean in uh, the disabled community. I mean right across the board, yeah, right? Yeah, mainstream, yeah, absolutely. Yeah. So, and it's getting there. It just like anything else, it takes um, doing it, and then it takes time. So you have to yep. let it roll. So, yep. you know, this hopefully there'll be a season three, season four, season five, and you know what it would be neat is to eventually have it work its way into the industry where it's actually got official. You know, yeah, it's got it's picked up by someone or you by, know, yeah. Mean, like yeah, yeah, one of the big uh, absolutely companies. But that being studios. said, you know, crowdfunding isn't like a bad model either because it. Gives you all kinds of I think crowdfunding is incredible it gives you all kinds of power that you don't necessarily have yeah. you know if you can do it your way it keeps the power with your you. vision right yeah, so you don't You're give not, it away exactly oh yeah now yeah. that being said you know if you can I've seen some kickstarters that end up being the best of both worlds where they have the seed crowdfunded and then they have the rest of it is like and then maybe they get a distributor on board right and then you get the best of both worlds you get to execute mm-hmm. with your own resources and your own vision and then you actually get distribution to a wider channel and you get the best of both worlds. Yeah, and yeah. We should uh, we should quickly close that door behind the scenes, baby. It's live. It's raw. It's people coming in the door. So, 
No, it's it's anyway. It's a great moment. So I got to uh, return, and I just uh, this morning I did my. Uh, yeah, my you're role. you're in episode one of two yes. two. Yes, absolutely. And so you, you played a theater manager. Yes, last time I played a bartender, and today <laughs> I played the theater manager, uh, who's more like a volunteer. It looks like based on you know what Gabe was saying, and yeah. you know we were talking. It could be the same person. I mean, it's Hollywood. Lots of people not? work three jobs. Oh, you know what yeah, I mean? So, you know it. So I think the bartender in season one, maybe that's his sort of night gig, and this is his day job. <laughs> I like that. You have a whole theater. backstory. Exactly. For your character. Exactly. It's funny though, you, you laugh, but in uh, Nuka Break, season one, my character was a very incidental character, uh-huh. and then we started joking about a backstory, and then he came back in season two, and he's got a and pretty now, heavy role. So yeah. it can happen, right? You get you start oh, off yeah. as like a little character in one thing, and yep. then it becomes like a, a like something that takes on a life of its own. So Yep, I did the same thing when I was uh, actually Will Wheaton, one of the behind right. the scenes right. for my character, because I was a bum in one of the right. episodes of the guild. Right. And then he did this whole thing about how I they took me under their wing and they taught me how to do sound and it was a great piece. That's but yeah, awesome. you're right. It, it's it, awesome. And you take it, these little things, they you turn never into know, these right? Giant character suddenly becomes <laughs> even if not a giant character, just something that's like a part of it, yeah. right? Like it's a real part of it. So yeah. yeah, it was it was a it was a fun morning. We got the very well. They're very very well organized. Things are just happening like clockwork here. Yeah. You know, I've been again. I'm not a professional actor, but I've been on a number of shoots now and. You know, enough to know the difference between one that's working well and one that isn't. And this is working very well. They've got everything under control here. Yeah. Very, very nice to see. Cool. I'll just make sure she's shutting the door. Yeah, no problem. She's leaving it open. What else you got? What else What else can I tell um, you? Let's talk about... Um, so, yeah. So you kind of touched on it a little bit. But yep. season one production, yes. season two production. Yes. Do you see a difference? Um, I mean, they were very professional. When I was talking about shoots that don't didn't necessarily go that well, I wasn't talking about. Oh no, no, one. obviously, yeah. But uh, yeah, you know what? They've um, you know Sean's back directing. Sean Becker, um, Gabe, obviously the writer. So you know, yeah. and and a lot of the talent. And I think that it does seem a little more polished now, just like anything is the second time you, just you do it. The gel exactly. So, you know, the rough edges are gone. Yeah. You, know, you do one shoot, and then you think, okay, next time we should do this, 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 and two or three little things just make the shoot go easier for everybody. Yeah. But no, it's running very well. Very professional all the people are amazing yeah um no it's it's i i'm really really impressed very cool and now do you see your position as more of a your ep the first season yep. your ep this season yep. is there a difference do you feel like you were there i feel like you were more in season one you're more involved in season one i you know it, than season again two. it was i i think teal wanted me to be more involved i mean i'm when I get involved with things, I mean, I've got a full schedule, so yeah. I generally try to be less involved as opposed to more involved. Uh, like when I do angel financing, one of the first things I say is, I don't really want to be that involved. Yeah, you know yeah, I mean, yeah. I've already got a business. The business is expanding. It's doing very well. You yeah. know, I don't want to add too much to my workload, but I love And you have it. a family. I, and I have a family. So, I mean, no, 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 gonna, absolutely. You so you got you're talking about you know, my original business, XE, that yeah. just celebrated its 20th anniversary, That's which crazy. Is crazy. I know. I mean, how many internet companies are 20 years old? Uh, like, we predate Google. Probably one and, hand. Well, yeah. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. Like, oh, yeah. It's funny because uh, I, we're contemporaries with IMDb. Like, you know what I mean? Like, yeah. early 90s. It's, it's so crazy. Anyway, yeah. <laughs> and then my family as well, and I've got two kids. So you want to yeah. make sure you're devoting resources to those things. Yeah. I mean, I'm literally down here for one night just to, do, to get this in. Yeah. Um, but what I feel, the, the difference I feel this season is I think that Teal felt she had to maybe report back to me a little bit more because mm. I was basically footing the bill. The, for the yeah, first you were season, the financer. Whereas now I'm a financer as mm-hmm. opposed to the financer. So it's it's kind of a it's as I said it's kind of nice in it to watch the production get its own financial footing. Yeah. And you know I'm I didn't really need to be that involved the first time. I found it interesting, but yeah, I think yeah. Teal maybe felt that she it was something she wanted to do. Yeah. Um, no, but this time is you know it's it's standing on its own two feet and, and getting going. It's neat to see other people coming in. Uh, you know, other people that are want to feel attached to the project as well. Other executive producers. I mean, the last. It's so funny because there's so many people prima donnas in this business, and I'm totally not a prima donna. You know what I mean? If this, uh, yeah, you're if this had 17 yeah. executive producers, I'd be ecstatic. You know yeah. what I'm saying? So, yeah. you know, it, it's it's just amazing to see other people come to the table and share because there's a lot of cool stuff going on here. It's oh, yeah. not like, you know what I mean? You don't yeah. have to monopolize it. Yeah. Just get in and get other people involved and that's what's going to carry the message out there. That's what's yeah. going to make it bigger and better every time. Yeah. Now, for you personally, um, I know when we did season one, mm-hmm. you were just, were you just getting into the whole web series thing? I was closer to it, once? yeah. I mean, it seems like I've lived five now, yes, to ten like, years yes, in the last year Yes, that one year. I wanted, yeah, that's exactly. why I want to mention is because I, I, I follow you on Twitter and yeah, Facebook yeah, yeah. and I feel like you you've been on or you're helping with or a you're assisting stuff. a good 20 web series I, and other kinds of I was going to say stuff. no not 20 but 
No, it I'm, might actually be done. I was going to push you like, no, 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 it can't be. But yeah, it might actually be something like that. Um, th- there are ones that are smaller. Mm-hmm. Like it probably is around twenty, maybe more, if you include some of the really small ones where I didn't actually go to take a part. I was offered a part or something yeah. like that. Um, but yeah, some of the bigger ones are. Some yeah. of the bigger ones. I mean, because you, Veronica Mars. Veronica Mars, man, one. that was amazing. That yeah, 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 that the, was fun. The Star Trek. A star, that's again. That's those are another, the Nuka Break and the Star Trek continues. Those and Nuka Break, yeah. Those are two of the big. Yeah. Those are two of the big things. Now, Nuka yeah. Break, I think, is probably done as far as I'm concerned. I mean, just in my involvement, just okay. because I'm really trying to cut down. Need, yeah. And um, that being said, Star Trek continues. That's something I do once a year, and I think I'll probably make room for that. I've got a character on it. Yeah. Uh, we're doing a Kickstarter now. I don't know if you saw that. Of course, I'm going to plug the Kickstarter. Of course. Um, yeah, they have a full-on permanent soundstage in. Um, in uh, Kingland, Georgia, which is half an wow. hour north of Jacksonville, Florida. Yeah. And so we fly in, and uh, we've got some amazing... Ta- I mean, it's- we're rolling? Mm. We're going to a little bit lower. Okay, I'll finish. Yeah. We've got some amazing talent in that. Sorry not to take away from Mike and Be Life, but you know, we've got Vic Mignogna, Todd Habercorn, oh, we've yeah. got Grandy Mahara as our yeah, Sulu, yeah. and it's just so... And, and uh, Christopher Dewan, the son of the original Scotty. And so, you know, that... I've got a, like an actual recurring role, like a named character, you know what I mean? Like yeah. in the scripts. I'd probably make time for that. You know, maybe four to five days once a year. Uh, I can do that. that. I can yeah. do that, right? You know what yeah. I mean? I, I call it part of my vacation and, yeah. and, and from work, and that's that's doable. So I guess I'm being more picky. I've done a lot of little cameos here and there, and it's been a pile of fun. And I think that now that I've experienced that, I can be a little bit more selective and say, mm. okay, I've had a, you know, I've had my fun. You've d- yeah, you've right? done so much. Fun. Now you can be more selective. Exactly. I've, what you want to do. Exactly. So yeah. I've seen good shoots. I've seen bad shoots. Yeah. I've seen, you know, good, good vibe shoots or, or well-organized shoots. And I've seen the opposite, right? And I can sort of, okay, this is something I really like. And not only that, I've seen shoots where uh, it was nice for me to be involved, but I wasn't really part of the core yeah. team yeah. and then there's shoots where I am totally part of the core yeah. team and there's that feeling when you're there you're like I'm one of the guys like, yeah. this is really they bring you into their family exactly I'm yeah. part of the family right and that is very appealing to me if I'm going to spend my time which yeah. is a very limited resource I want to do it in a way where I'm really you know really part of that core team and, yeah. I, and definitely you know things like Nuka Break and, and Star Trek and this I'm part of the core team yeah. some of the other stuff I've done shelf life and things like that super fun but you know drop in drop out yeah. kind of stuff right? yeah, yeah, yeah. and um, you know maybe I'll do them again I don't know but I'm trying to be a little pickier but you're right I, I did a lot of stuff and I still have hooks into it right but it might be maybe I'll help it I'll help finance it then I won't necessarily take a part in it you yeah. know what I'm saying like yeah. there's always that I can sort of get the best of both worlds not show up kind of thing right <laughs> there's always stuff going on in Kickstarter that's amazing oh, yeah. Oh, stuff, yeah. right? I mean, I, I really, I'd love to make a New Year's resolution not to kickstart any more stuff, just because it ends up, you know, being kind of an addiction. But I could never bring myself to do that. There's just so many cool things going on, and these are people that really do need your help, right? Like it's amazing. Yeah. So I don't know. I don't know if I'm. I know we're rolling right now. Hopefully, we're not wait they, blowing the shoot. Let's wait till they say cut. We'll pause. Yeah, let's pause. All right. We're back. We're back. So. um Thank you for joining me. But let's go ahead and promote. You've got tons of stuff to promote, so throw out some websites, some Twitter accounts, some Facebook. Well, I'm really excited about the upcoming um, uh, Nuka Break, Follow Nuka Break Season 2, which, in which I play a pretty yeah. cool, badass kind of like, soldier <laughs> guy that does some pretty cool stuff in the episode. Uh, um, I don't know when the release date of that is, but it's it's shaping up, actually. I know they're doing uh, they're doing ADR now yeah. and some, some of the final editing stuff, so it's getting pretty close. Cool. Um, just watch. Uh, if You can follow the Wayside channel on YouTube if you just go uh, to YouTube and it's Wayside Creations. Um, or just type in Fallout Nuka Break into Google and, and yeah. you're going to see it. Um, the Star Trek Continues stuff, we're running our Kickstarter right now. Um, and uh, if you go to uh, StarTrekContinues.com or if you go to Kickstarter and just uh, search for Star Trek Continues, yeah, um, they probably won't be running while we because this won't we don't yeah. know when this is airing. Okay, uh, yeah, but well, hopefully you but found it on your own. Not, and you back yeah, it. yeah. <laughs> but it doesn't matter because you should go to StarTrekContinues.com. That's right, and just watch it. Like, watch it. We're not. I mean, if you want to back the Kickstarter, fine. You know, in yeah. general. But otherwise, just watch what we make. It's so awesome. <laughs> 
there's a lot of stuff out there. Uh, I mean, obviously, <laughs> if you ever are inclined to do foreign exchange currency conversions, I would encourage you to use the XC.com website, um, which is now celebrating, as I said earlier, its 20th anniversary, which is crazy. Yeah. Uh, but no, that's just thank you very much for the uh, okay. opportunity Where to plug stuff. Where can they follow you on Twitter? Uh, I'm Dracogen, so that's uh, D-R-A-C-O-G-E-N. Okay, and uh, you have a Facebook sorry. page as well? Yeah, I think um, my Facebook page is, I don't have a... Uh, like a public facing one it's just for okay. me personally it's, okay. it's got all pictures of my kids on it and stuff like that so I don't let <laughs> I just don't let anybody yeah. uh, friend me on Facebook but gotcha. on uh, Twitter and Instagram and you know all the places you'd expect Dracogen, Dracogen. Um, and I have a Dracogen.com website that sort of tracks all the projects that I do which is now a surprisingly big page <laughs> <laughs> but yeah there are people are welcome to uh, to follow me and uh, yeah I'm uh, it's funny. I don't have a huge fan base. Obviously, I'm just not. I'm not like a Kristen Bell or anything like that. So if people write me. I usually write back. So yeah. there's always that. Very cool. Well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chat with my me. My pleasure. Always my pleasure, man. Awesome. Thanks. Hey guys, this is Kenny. I'm live on the set of Mike and Be Live, and I'm here with Gabe. He is the writer of Mike and Be Live. Two o three. What happens? Two o three. What happens is the morning after the party. Yes. Some fallout. Um, and we were. We had this in mind, even when we did the table read for season one, uh, Daryl Crittenden, who plays Brian, was there, and we he was about to leave, and Teal and I had this idea for more episodes and for a character who's a devotee, um, and so we were like, I got into it, I was like, what would be the sickest thing I could think of, and uh, and we, were, we told him after the table read, we were like, yeah, if we get to do more of these, we think your character and her start dating, but then you get kind of weird. Ugh. And I was like, and, and then I had this scene in mind that I really yeah. want to do. Um, and so a lot of this like season is kind of slow playing that scene that I wanted yeah. to do. Yeah. Yeah. Um, now, is that a real thing? Um, sort of. you have a name for it and I can't remember what it is. Circlephilia. Uh, yeah. I had to make head. that up. Oh, so you did make that up. So you didn't really look it up to well, see. Because I'm sure people are obsessed with wheels. But, and there's maybe and a Greek way to say that. Um, but it would be philia, yeah. and it would be like whatever the Greek for wheel is. Yeah. Um, and I don't know if you've seen like My Strange Obsession uh, or, or yes. My Crazy Addiction. Yes. Um, but there's the one where the guy like makes out with the car. Yep, I saw I didn't think that. of that. I had seen it after I pitched Teal that idea, and I didn't think of it again. And then when we started like rehearsing this stuff, uh-huh. we looked at it, and it was like, oh, yeah, that's exactly what it is. Yeah. 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 Uh, I'm just disappointed that he's kind of creepy. And we, we really get no resolution in this season. Because she, she doesn't break up with them. She just kind of I leave leaves. it open uh, yeah. a little bit. But yeah. I think, uh, I don't think she, I don't think her character would want to be with anybody that, like, is, is that... has a thing for her chair. Yeah. Yeah. Because she doesn't have a thing for her chair. That's true. Yeah. That's true. Yeah, because both relationships, both, uh, both Teal's kind of have falling outs with their relationships. Little Teal walks out. Yeah. Uh, I think there's more you know. of a chance that they will... Yeah, because uh, there it seemed like it was a misunderstanding. More yeah. than this guy's a weirdo and... Well, and maybe in the him. back of my head it's like Little Teal um, doesn't... Like, maybe this is part of her self-defense. Oh, I see. When she yeah, used yeah. to like somebody, she starts And maybe that's even them. part of pretending like she doesn't know who people are. Like, maybe it's like that's, she doesn't... God, see, this is deep. You really, you really think about these characters. I spend lots of time thinking about it and jotting down notes before yeah. I actually get That's to cool. writing. That's really cool that you have all this kind of back knowledge of these characters that we don't really see, but you throw it in here and there. And Teal and I talk bits. about this stuff a lot, especially yeah. like in between. There's a lot of time in between doing the episodes. So, we, yeah, we have plenty of ideas. Yeah. That's great. All right, guys. I'm here with Teal. We're discussing Season 2, Episode 3, Episode 8. That sounds very confusing, but it all makes sense. Believe me. It does make sense. <laughs> I swear, when you see it all laid out on YouTube. Well, yeah. I just started season two of House of Cards, and they, they start over. They, they, you know, they started with, like, chapter 13 or 14, they, oh, and, gotcha. you know, they pick up uh, yeah. in the first season. So I was like, okay, they did this. Yeah. No, it makes sense. It's good. Yeah. Um, this one starts off with Brian. Yes. And you in bed. Yeah, we, we, yeah, we obviously, um, yeah, we were in bed yeah. together that morning. Yep, I'm still sleeping. This is the night after the party, yeah. Yeah, Brian's excited. He wakes up. I'm still sleeping. He's got a mischievous smile on his face, and he um, takes Steele's wheelchair. Oh, <laughs> and he does things to it that no man should ever do to a wheelchair. 
I know. And, uh, and, I, and, and let me just say, Daryl fully commits. Like, oh, yeah. I, I was even like, do you want me to clean off my wheels? Because my wheels are disgusting. I, you have to think, just imagine how disgusting my wheels are. And I and he didn't even want us to clean them. He's like, oh, I don't care. Yeah. And I was just like, you're licking my nasty wheels, but whatever. He um, he's great. It. Just, oh, yeah. He, he goes for it. He's such, he he's such an amazing actor, and he does. He goes for yeah. it, and he just makes it real and natural. <laughs> and um, it's just, I get uncomfortable watching that scene. Like, it's, I watch it. Yeah. I remember reading in the script, and my heart just breaks. Because I really like Brian and you together. Yeah. So I was like, oh, this is going to be a breakup. I could just feel it, because there is no way she can ever recover from this. Uh, no, I don't think Bill's up for a threesome with Brian and He's a little bizarre. Yeah, he is. Know. There's nothing wrong if you're into wheels. That's no, and, and, you know, and I think that all of this was inspired by the fact that there are, an, are people out there who do have fetishes for, for yes. girls yep. who are in wheelchairs. And yeah. because of the Internet, um, it, it's easy for them to find you know, yeah. people who are disabled and and reach out to them. Yeah. And I know girls in chairs who have actually been in relationships with guys like that and didn't know until, yeah. you know, then they find out and there's usually some big breakup involved. So that was, uh, you know, inspired it. And then also um, there is a show on TLC called My Strange Addiction. And oh, yes. uh, there's one where a guy is in love with his car. I think it's called My Car, My Lover. And this guy's literally in love with his car and yes, he makes I- out with it and he yeah. and whatnot. And, and so uh, that was, uh, you know. Now, was, did you guys always intend to, for this for, for Brian, for your guys' relationship? Yes, we did. And you'll if you go back to episode four, you'll see some setups. You know, his whole, he's, you know, a unicycle. He's into the unicycle. Mm-hmm. He's into, um, um, you know, he has his bike. So you start yeah. to see. And, and if you go back and watch episode two and three and look at the decorations in his apartment and in his bedroom, and you start looking at those little things, little detailed yeah. things in our production designer um, um, did such a great um um, Brian Falk, sorry, took me a minute. Um, he did such a great job of, 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 all all that. Yeah. of covering all those little details. That's cool. Um, I never so noticed that. I think, it, I think when people, once people know, then if you go back and watch, you'll see kind of some like little hints here and there. Yeah, that's very cool. I love that you guys put so many, so much thought and detail into that storyline. And then Robin has that joke at the end of episode two, like Brian won't stop stop talking about how he hates square pizzas. You know, it's like yes. that. there's little things that just yes. yeah. come in yeah. that nobody will know until I think they, they see episode three. And I love episode three. I think it's probably my favorite of the season. Yeah, it's good stuff. How Now we have uh, the other scene after you guys kind of have a little falling out. There's a scene with uh, the other teal. Yes. Brent. Yeah, things are not going so well. Well, they they seem to be going well with Teal. They seem to be going great. And then, oh, this is great. And then there's um, the Pac Man yes. um, discovery that Brent has that's so funny. And um, it, they, I, I just think they did such a great job filming that <laughs> uh, when Brent realizes that. You know that she's the pink ghost, and and it's yes. so great. Everything's yeah. great, and the editing's good there. Rita did such a great job. Our editor Rita Sanders with the music and the, and the and the way she cut it is really fun. Yeah. So yeah, and I think it's just fun. In parallel, you're seeing you know Teal and Brian and in Teal and Brent's just like these fallouts between them, and yeah. it's, it's a it's. Uh, a lot of fun, and I love when Teal uh, smacks Br- uh, Brent and oh, yeah. walks out, and it's really that is, yeah, definitely good stuff. And uh, then the next scene we have is going to be you guys. Uh, I'm assuming you're like walking home. Yeah, it's kind of like that walk of shame. Walking on the street and talking. And- yeah, I love that. I love that little scene with Brent and Teal just walking down the street and and. You know, after kind of a rough night. Yeah, both of you guys had rough nights. Yeah, just the two. I don't know. Like, I love that moment right there. Yeah, yeah. It's like you guys are consoling each other. Yeah. Like what was... happened. And, and then uh, you have a gentleman who notices Teal. And you think it's from something else. You think he doesn't quite know who she is. Yeah, he re- he sees Till and recognizes her from a viral video, uh, yeah. a squid video. And Teal, of course, has no idea um, at first what he's talking about. Yeah, yeah, but then you realize it was the, the the faulty soap commercial that you really never finished. 
Yeah, then I think it starts to set in like squid video and yeah. we flash back to kind of season one when I booked the soap commercial, which ended up the director had this crazy vision for a, a kind of squid sushi porno. Thing. Yeah. <laughs> and, um, so we start to think, oh, maybe something happened with that. Going on. Yeah. And then we see the next scene with you uh, talking to Felicia. Yeah. And you're um, kind of devastated that this viral video is yeah, embarrassed because it, it it's yeah. out there and, and, and then, you know, people are making all these all comments, comments yeah. online. And, and so it's a fun scene with Felicia, like kind of a comment on, you know, those vi- viral videos and yeah. comments that uh, people make. And, uh, and so, yeah, getting some advice from Felicia. Since she's an expert at getting trolled all the time on. Yeah. YouTube. She's, she understands. Yeah. Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Gimpy Life, and I have one of our new cast members with us, Mike Daflos. He is playing uh, Stranger. I mean, you think you have a name. I think in the script you're called Stranger. I am Stranger. Stranger with Dog. Stranger with Dog. <laughs> Welcome to the podcast. Thank you, sir. So why don't you start by telling our listeners a little bit about yourself? Um, well, I'm from Long Island in New York. Lived in Chicago for 10 years and did Second City and I.O. Um, so, and then moved here two years ago. Mm-hmm. Um, and actually Gabe, the writer is one of my friends Okay, just at random. So that's how I found out and got asked to do the bit. Cool. Then did you know about my Gimby life prior to working on it? I knew about it because I knew Gabe before it okay. started. So, okay. but yeah, I mean, I had seen everything and obviously it's got like, it's perfect tone yeah. for something different. So yeah, it's fun. Very cool. So obviously you're an actor, so you've been on other productions before. Mm-hmm. Uh, how does this compare to other things um it's more i don't want to say friendly because it's not like anything else i've done people are dicks but yeah. uh it feels more like a cohesive group of people mm-hmm. like hanging out and shooting just stuff. having fun yeah yeah i mean i've had one one like commercial where the guy was really cool but the director was cool and everyone else was like a territorial a-hole yeah um which is i think typical yeah um no one here seems like snide and also, like, the craft services for the budget is, like, the greatest thing I've ever seen. Isn't it? It's oh, my incredible, God. I know. Who puts Pocky in craft services? <laughs> we do. Yeah. <laughs> um, so you're using, is this your dog, obviously? This is my dog. I assume. It's yep. Levi? His name is Levi. Levi. How old is he? He is eight. And has he been acting before? He, he has never acted. Oh, this is his first time. Yeah, well, I wouldn't call what he did acting. He well, commits heavily, but I don't, <laughs> wouldn't say that he's gifted or anything. He was very, but he's very trained. Yeah, like he's He walks calm. and he walks, and you tell him to stop, he'll stop. Yep. He knows his marks. Yeah, well, he's a pit mix, so I, when he was young, I sort of had to, like, torture him by carrying him around like a baby to make sure that he wouldn't turn into the bad kind of pit bull. So, yeah. yeah, he's pretty docile. Yeah, he seems very, will he talk? Uh, he's, no, he's like the quietest dog ever. That's I would good. Like if he would, but <laughs> he's just too, he's staring at me like a spider-eyed freak right now. Very cool. So you say your overall experience has been really good for this. Oh my God. Yeah. It's super fun. Everyone's super on top of everything. Really nice. And yeah, everyone knows who I am and yeah, everyone seems like people I would be friends with in real life. Awesome. Well, thank you for joining us. Uh, thank you so much. Hey guys, I'm live on the set of My Can Be Life Season 2, and joining me and returning uh, to My Can Be Life is Teal Sperling. Welcome to the podcast. Thank you. Just shot now is the, the morning after. Yes. So you wind up in Brent's bed. I, so well, the couch, actually. Oh, we didn't yeah, even so make it. <laughs> we ended up on uh, Brian's apartment. Yeah, we're so not even, even at, have a we're in a stranger's apartment on yeah. the couch. Yes. Um, so are we insinuating that something happened? I think so. Okay. Yes. Because I mean, because when I read the script, it's it's you see a softer side of you because you're holding, you're cuddling with him. You're like, mm-hmm. this is nice. Yeah. You know, and it's like, oh god, yay, they're going to be happy. Yeah. And then he just says one stupid thing, mm-hmm. and of course, your character just blows it all out of proportion. Yeah. And starts throwing the f bombs, and <laughs> I'm at, I'm gonna you know rip a new one, and yeah, you know, I mean, <laughs> is it fun to play? Because obviously, that's not you. You're a very sweet person. I would hope not. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> From what I know of you, you yeah. seem like you're very sweet and, you know, not Thank as you. so loud and robust. Extreme. Yes. Yeah. I wouldn't. Is it fun to play that type of role where you can it, play? Oh, it's so time fun. Yeah. It's what you are. It's so fun. It's so fun to kind of, I mean, that's the whole fun thing about acting is to be somebody completely, you know, different yeah. and to play somebody completely extreme or, yeah. you know, ridiculous. Um, it's really fun. Is it hard? Do you have to, like, deep? Do, you know what I mean? Have Is you ever it, been angry at someone like that before? Do you draw on that? <laughs> I want to say no. 
Um, but it is, it comes quite easily, actually. It's a good outlet for um, anger yeah. and, uh, yeah. you know, uh, so, um, emotion, I yeah. guess. Now, how is it acting in a pink shirt? <laughs> That's... That was actually the hardest part is, like, concentrating and making sure my shirt didn't, like, yeah. get all crazy and I pulled, like, a Britney Spears yeah, 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 yeah. move. Yeah. Um, so that uh, that was fine. I mean, you know. I guess it could have been worse. Fine. Yeah. a bikini or even oh, less yeah. clothing. So. Oh, no. No. The pink <laughs> shirt was great. Shirt. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> the shirt from top to bottom. And yeah. Pink. Yeah. So that's nice. Yeah. Um, what do you think the future is for those two? Because, I mean, we don't know. This has, yeah. That's how it ends. That's, I, we it's, don't know yet. It ends on kind of a cliffhanger. Yeah, you um, walk out the door, and that's it. Yeah. I would hope that they would work out. Um, I would hope that, you know, they they find peace, yeah. maybe, or she finds peace I somehow. Their, their relationship will always be volatile, back and forth. Oh, yeah. But I think that's the type of relationship they have. Yeah. You know, I think that's just what you both need. Yeah. You know, is that type of fight and then make up and then fight and then make up. It's just yeah. one of those. It's uh, where he's kind of the... Ex- extreme opposite of yeah. what I am yeah. and so kind yeah. of clueless yeah. you know yeah. whatever and I'm kind of like ah um, <laughs> so I think yeah he might be perfect for me in the yeah. end but I think your relationship's much stronger than Teal and Brian's unfortunately yes which I love Brian's character I know so I know mad when I, when I know when I read the script I was like ugh yeah. I was like poor Teal she I can't know. ever catch a break I know she finds this great guy and then he's yeah, a crazy. Yeah. Yeah. yeah, got that will obsession. I know. Well, then, but then that leaves room for for who else might she find? You're right. You know? You're right. I yeah, want to see. I want to see that the relationships. You're right. I think that one's done. I think yeah. you're, you and Brent's Brent, we'll, character. We'll see I, what I happens. I still think there's a possibility that. that there's still hope for you. Yeah. So hopefully we'll see you back in season three. Hopefully. If there's a season three, we Ho- don't know. hopefully, hopefully. <laughs> so do you guys are you working on anything right now that you want to promote? I know this won't probably be out until. Yeah, the new year, but. I, um, I recently wrote, uh, directed, and acted in a short film um, called, oh boy, what did I title it? I've, the name <laughs> has changed so many times. It's so hard to title things. Yeah. Um, it's called uh, Small World. Oh, okay. Um, so hopefully that will be uh, out and about by the cool. time this comes out. Cool. Otherwise, I'm kind of working uh, in development and helping to create other things, and we'll see. Cool. And then where can people find you on Twitter? On Twitter, at Teal with an E, mm-hmm. Sperling. And spell Sperling? And uh, S-P-E-R-L-I-N-G. There you go. And... Uh, that's probably where you can follow me. Sometimes I forget about Twitter, so if I'm like not tweeting, yeah, I don't for... think you tweet much. No, I don't. I don't. I know. I'll tweet like once every couple of weeks. I'm like, oh yeah, I have to tweet. Yeah. Ah. But, um, but, but you do tweet important things. So if something's coming out, or yeah, you're gonna be I'm like supporting people and yeah. supporting things. Yeah. Do you so. have a Facebook fan page? I don't. Okay. I'm kind of weird about my Facebook. I'm okay. a very private person. Well, no, Facebook, yeah, I understand yeah. that. But then there's like, I thought maybe you made a fan page no. separate from Not your yet. personal one. Okay. Not yet. We're getting there. But, but uh, Twitter, definitely, I'm on. Okay. Do you have a website? Do you have like a, wow, no. you need to get on this stuff. I know, stuff. Come I on. know, I know. I'm so like <laughs> weird about the internet. I'm such like a, I like just forget about it. Like I'll be like, you know, doing other things and I'm like, oh yeah. Yeah. That funny thing called the internet. Mm. But, um, yeah, I'm on here. and Yeah. All right. And we'll keep everyone up to date with podcasts and awesome. all that fun stuff. But I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting with me. Glad to be here. Hey, guys. I'm live on the set of My Gimpy Life, and I'm here with Daryl Crittenton. But let's go ahead and let's discuss the episode that uh, that everybody I was extremely about. disappointed <laughs> just because you know how much I liked Brian. I know. Kirkland, like I you know. as a person. Yeah. And it was I was excited when you were coming back. I knew nothing about your story. Yeah. Two days ago, we're already shooting, and I'm in, and I'm like, okay, I'm having nothing to do. I'm going to take a look at the scripts and read yeah. them. And I read your part. I My heart dropped. I was so <laughs> – and I understand, and it's funny. Yeah. But I was really heartbroken that, that one – I thought oh, this great thing was going to happen to Teal, and it falls apart. Well, you know, let, let's let, – you know, from, from my perspective, because I have to find – you know, like as an actor, I have to find – a way to make it genuine and yes. not just not just a bit yeah. you know and like that was very important to me that it wasn't just like because uh, my character has uh, uh, and Gabe of course coined this term circophilia yes. and he's obsessed with wheels yes and um, you know so I wanted to find something genuine in that and like who knows maybe I could come back in season three maybe maybe Brian gets you some know, therapy you know. and That's like true. learns how to control it but, that is true but like I mean the thing is like 
you know, like I said, in, in preparing for the character, which I do, um, <laughs> like I was like, well, I was like, this makes sense. Like Brian would love this situation. This is a good situation for yeah. him. As long as he can make it about love and not obsession, you yeah. know, then it would be healthy. But the problem is that the obsession gets the best of him. And instead of coming about it in a, a, a very open and honest way, he's kind of sneaky, sneaky. And, and weird about it. Yeah. And uh, it, Yeah, it comes out creepy. It, and when we shot the scenes yesterday... It, I like, had to leave before you actually ev- got to licking the tire. Ev- everybody was like... There were moments where, like, you know, everybody cracked up. But, like, I was I was honest with it. And, uh, you know, and, like, but it, and it's a funny scene. That, I mean, it's funny anytime. Yeah. A character, especially because this is such a high concept, like you know, the the everything's like hyped up. The the stakes are always high yeah. for everybody. Yeah. Um, you know, so that's funny when people get caught in with red-handed, yeah. as it were, or you know, yeah. <laughs> red red-tongued. I don't know. Um, but it, you know, it's fun. Yeah. And um, but like by no means like is it like you know I I mean I was genuine with it. Like I was like okay, I was like what am I obsessed with? And so I like, yeah. delved delved into my own. Mind, yeah. As a and came up with like I was like, oh yeah, I'm really obsessed with this. Okay, so this tire represents this to me, and yeah. like you know, it's fun. It's fun yeah. to get to explore your own sexual perversities and of stuff. Of course, like that. of course. In a healthy, healthy, you know, group yes. environment. That is true. <laughs> that is true. And your director always gets to find out so much about you, <laughs> so much. But they they just kept telling me, well, he's willing to do it. He's going to go for it. He's yeah. Gonna, He's he's all game. I'm like, okay, this is gonna be fun. Yeah, and I I think uh, I think there's potential for for Brian to redeem himself. And if not, you know, maybe like uh, maybe later Teal runs into him and he's like, you know, somebody else in a in a sure. chair and something like that. Who knows? Whatever. That's, that is possible. But uh, you know, I think I think Brian's a fun character, and I think I think the show's great. I love the show, and uh, I think I think there's all kinds of opportunities out there. So like, don't don't write him off yet. Okay. And okay. you know, still hope. And have hope. I, I keep I keep hope that she had a great month with him. Yes. Well, that's, it, that's it was I'm sure it was a great month. I, it was it sounds like it was a fantastic month. Listen, as a as a as Daryl, <laughs> I'm pretty much good for a month. Okay, like <laughs> after that it's just like nah, I don't know. We'll see how the relationship goes from there. Uh, all right. Well, how do people find you online? Oh gosh. Uh, well, I have uh, my Facebook page which is uh, facebook.com/daryl Crittenden. I have a I'm on Twitter which is I think it's IR Daryl. Mm-hmm. And it's one R, one Y, one L, which everybody wants to like D A R R E number four, a purple slash L's, yeah. you know. But I'm D A R Y L, just like Daryl Hannah or yes. the 1980s movie Data Analysis Robotic Youth Life Form. I love that movie. It's a great movie. I love that movie. Oh. That was during my childhood. I was my childhood like too. I was. I was. I was also, um, but like I, yeah, but yeah, and then DarylCrittenden.com, of course, okay. and, and that's uh, where they, that's where all your information. That's is. where it all is, and I'm when sure I think my Facebook and Hinge Twitter comes out when Hitch comes out, it'll be on there, and we have we have a, are going to be in always. Yeah, there. well, we'll. We we have some contractual crap that we have to of go course. through first, um, yeah. but we already have a Hinch Facebook page, a okay. Hinch Twitter page, um, and yeah. So I mean, that's so there is what's a Twitter for Hinch? Uh, Hinch, Hinch the series. Hinch the series. Yeah, okay. and uh, I believe I believe the the, the 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 Facebook's the same. Okay, I'm not really sure. But they can always go to your website, or they can go to our Somebody website. Somebody else made it. Yeah, I'm sure. Uh, but yeah, it'll be on our website. It'll be on, well. and yeah, and it, it'll, I'm sure because Sean's yeah. involved in it, yeah. and like everybody else, like the the DP for this is the DP for mine. Like, oh, cool. It's you know, it's a small group. It's like, an we all love each other. Group, yeah. Very <laughs> incestuous. So yeah, I mean, it'll it'll be out there, and it's it's going to be a lot of fun. If you like action and adventure, we had a, a some amazing fight scenes in it. Like, uh, I can't wait, and some really cool stunts. I, I went off a building. Really? Yeah, and some some cool stuff. It's Just some, cool. some really good actors in it and stuff. It's going to be a lot of fun. I'm excited. And the writing's it. good. Ah, sorry. <laughs> <laughs> the writer's crap. Yeah. Gabe's amazing. Yeah. Daryl is not a good writer. <laughs> well, I really appreciate you stopping by and chatting That's with me. That's my pleasure. Hey guys, I'm here with Sean Beckert, director of My Can Be Live, and we're discussing season. Get your calculators out, everybody. Season three. We're discussing season two, episode three, technically episode seven of the series. We're, te- we're discussing episode two zero C. All right, so this episode we start off with one of the creepiest scenes in my Gimpy life, and that's with Brian making out dirt. Yes, seducing. Um, I mean, this has been chair. This has been talked about since. Like the concept of the show was like, 
we're going to introduce this character, yeah. and if we get to do more of these, we'll show that he's a... I think the term was circophilia. Yeah. Um, which is a thing, uh, apparently. And yeah. uh, we got to have a lot of fun with that, but it was one of those things where um, I had met Daryl uh, in season one, Daryl uh, Crittenden, who mm-hmm. um, plays Brian, um, and then when we knew we were bringing him back, we're like, oh, here's the scene where he like shows his affection for the yeah. chair. And... Man, what a trooper. Like, if you've seen the episode, he had no hesitation for anything he did there. I've shown him this. He was over the other day. Him and I are working on another show right now called Hench. Um, that's – oh, God, I'm so excited about that show. Um, I'm editing it right – like, I, I literally just came from cutting that. Nice. Uh, and I'm going to go back and, and get back to work after this. But um, it's – oh, God, it's, it's going to be fun. Um, I'm just – I'm excited. Uh, uh, but, I've been hearing stuff about that for a while now. Yeah, we just um, – Web series, you know, yeah. so like it's just it's taken a while, yeah. Uh, but it's it's looking great. But anyways, I really love working with Daryl. But then once you know, again, so he came over and before I showed him his show, I'm like, you gotta see this, dude. <laughs> so I showed him his scene the whole time. He's just, oh my god, but like, it's so good. He knew what he was getting it's himself so much into. Fun to watch, yeah, it's so great. It's done in slow mo, and it's he's very oh, it's so good. It's a and fun the um cut back to teal destroys me every time and that was not my idea that was uh either i think it was either rita or or uh, if it was gabe and i don't there's so many uh it's, it's usually the four of it's, it's myself rita uh gabe and teal and i don't know because my original idea was to always have the camera pan over to reveal her sitting mm. there never to do a hard cut i intentionally did not want that because i felt like that was overdone but then once i saw it i'm like never mind yeah. like that's it's gotta be that yeah um, but her reaction to it was good, and and that was a fun scene to shoot because that actually took some act. Like not not that once again, everyone's acting their ass off, but that was yeah, one yeah. where like you know Teal had to show some emotion, but then still show comedy, and yeah. so yeah. Um, we were able to rehearse that, which was great. That was one of the few scenes that we actually got together um, at the hotel that Teal was staying at. Okay, um, it was myself. Oh, I do remember that. Yeah, it was my, myself, Daryl, um, Gabe, and then um, Russell had had come too yeah. uh, because Russell. Uh, who is one of our executive producers, you know, wanted to come in and it was great because he was there. He got to rehearse Daryl um, being a full-time actor, got to t- kind of take him aside and got to like yeah. actually consult him and, and tell him things that I, I could never do. And yeah. so um, everything, you know, uh, with Daryl, I, I mean with um, Russell, I have to give a lot, a lot of credit to Daryl too. Um, and then I just got to give Daryl credit for licking a, a tire. Tire. That yeah. was an unclean tire. An unclean tire. No hesitation. Do you need it again? No, I think we got it. it So no, it was just, it was so much fun. That was the one where you're just like, you know, and we're not even at the finale yet of, of, of the season. It's like, that's the one where it's like, okay, it's time to do this. Let's make sure we have enough time. Yeah. Here we go. Yeah. Time to f*** a chair. (laughs) Ah, boy. But no, he was great. Uh, She was great. I, I really love that scene between them a lot. And, and I intentionally shot that scene um, behind Daryl, if you've noticed, where like it, it's a, it's a it's not a straightforward shot where everyone's kind of opening up to camera. Like mm-hmm. we're behind his back, and I don't know, it just felt right for the scene. Like it felt right that like this was a moment that we shouldn't be a part of as an audience. Yeah, yeah I yeah. feel like that's a moment where we're outside of it, kind of looking watching, in, yeah. looking in, yeah. and noticing that this is going on. Um, which was one of the good things working with Matt Four, the DP this season. I really did want to take little moments like that to where, you know, that might be one of those moments I had mentioned in an earlier podcast where, you know, we kind of wanted to make the cinematography most, for the most part, invisible, yes. except for obviously, like, the final shot in a couple or two. Yeah. But, but, but that was one where intentionally, like, for, if we want to get artsy about it, um, I wanted to shoot outside of them. And yeah. it just felt right in watching the and scene. And it looks great. And, I, and I, I love it. I think it's beautifully shot. It looks good. I've had a lot of compliments, and this is all for Matt for, um, not myself, because I'm just telling him what to do, and he does it but a lot of people have commented on the like just how great the show looks yeah yeah. um and i got that for season one also and now for season two it's like yeah Yeah. like it looks great and we did that because we shot on the same cameras but you know obviously with a new season you want to try to pump it up a little bit you know i mean you do still want to keep it consistently which is really funny um this is just i just i think this is an interesting story so i'll mention it really quick uh are you familiar with always sunny in philadelphia yes so always Sunny in philadelphia if you've noticed um I once I was fortunate enough to go visit set there one day. Um, I think like, a friend of mine had a BTS thing there, and he's like, "You want to be my quote unquote boom op, so I can go hang out and set all day." I'm like, hell yeah, let's do it. And so I was there. I had asked him, like, I noticed you guys still shoot the show on mini DV, and they're like, because we shot season one in mini DV, so we want 
the whole wow. series to stay consistent. Okay. And so from seasons one to like six, they shot mini DV, but it was great because, you know, now those are like a dime a dozen. Yeah. So you're looking around set and there's an E camera, an F camera, a G yeah. camera. Because the way that they shoot, at least the scenes that I saw that day, is they had four camera operators just in a semicircle shooting a scene together. Um, and they're like, yeah, like the network wants us to go to HD, but like it just. But then the next season they went to HD. Oh, yeah. <laughs> so, you know, I guess. A, Apparently they had to kind of move forward with the technology, but you know if it was really up to them, like the, the original plan was to just do that whole show mini TV, so it all looked consistent. Yeah. I um, mean, with this, we we wanted to to, to do that as well, um, but you know, add little things here and there. So just kind of like expand on it. I mean, no matter what, if I if there's a season three, um, I'll learn a lot more yeah. by then, and I've learned a lot more since season one. So it's like just trying to. It's a constant evolution. Exactly, yeah. and it's 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 so much fun. Yeah. Cool. All right, let's talk about the other scene with uh, Brent and the other Teal. Yes. Uh, that was shot downstairs. That was actually in a different location than where we shot Teal and Brian. Scene. Yeah, like or anyone Darryl who saw the, the, the party scene just in um, the complex that we shot in, uh, it was one of those deals where uh, first and second story had the same floor plan. Yeah. Uh, but we had to have one area for um, staging and holding and then yeah. the other area... Uh, for, shooting, for shooting, and so we kind of like went back and forth, but then we were able to get away with shooting that other scene um, with uh, Brent and um, Teal Sperling. Um, it's not an interesting story. <laughs> it's just kind of like it was convenient. I, I, I don't know where I was going with that. I was going to say it like, here's a fun fact that you can put in trivia. No. Yeah, we shot in two different locations. The end. I'm sorry. But I mean, like, as you mentioned... Does anyone else apologize during a podcast? We got... We got more backstory with Brent, or at least more story time with Brent, and also with Teal. We got a little bit of look inside Brent's head, which was yeah. fun, um, and paranoid for Teal to be like, wait a minute, I'm not going to be part of any of your bits here, and yeah, I don't want to yeah, do yeah. that. And one of my you know, favorite things about that, which, I, I, it's such a silly gag, but it makes me laugh every time, is the whole Pac-Man analogy, because it's mm. so loose, and it's it's like, he really has to point everything out yeah. to show, but that's the way Brent's mind works. Yeah. And the whole... Um, the whole scene where he's looking around, like, and you start to see it, like, come together, and you start to hear the, like, kind of, like, a, it's almost like a techno dubstepy video game tune in his head, and he's, like, possessed by, like, but that's the way, you know, like, I'm not a writer, like, but I am constantly trying to think of ideas, and yeah. constantly, like, oh, like, you know, right now I can notice that I see your DVD collection is alphabetized, so it's like, what does that mean? Yeah, and, like, yeah, yeah. You know, and, and so you're just always constantly thinking, but with someone who's a writer, especially for writer in comedy, it's like, where's my next bit going to come from? Yeah. And then Teal puts the brakes on right away. Um, yeah. But it was nice to see a nice little moment between them that, like, we got to, uh, you know, take it from something that probably seemed like just an in gag in season one and, yeah. like, evolve it a little bit and yeah, show yeah, yeah, them. Yeah, yeah. And even though, you know, Brent's being Brett, like, the fact that they're laying there, like, cuddling, yes. it's, like, it's just a nice little moment a nice... between two actors yeah. who are really known in the series for their comedic timing and even though the the comedy was still there like to see them there was i, I thought it was it. adorable it was nice because it was it actually mirrored with teal and brian's and, that was happening upstairs when they were breaking up exactly or um, having their and, yeah yeah and, and it it mirrored it in that way to where you saw the sentiment and you saw like all oh, these two people actually really like each other yeah. like this obviously wasn't a one-night stand because this is now much later yeah um and so they've evolved uh which I, it's really fun to watch them together because I just think they're both very funny people. Yeah. So, no, it was nice to see them together. It was nice to see, I mean, even like, um, and I, I'm, I apologize for going back an episode, but I like to watch, I mean, just a little moment where even like Brian and Teal kiss. It's mm. like, you get to see, like, I don't know, it's like, just to, to see him in, in a relationship and yeah. see like a little bit more depth being brought in. Yeah. And seeing Teal's tattoo, which was yeah. a, 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 we talked about that. I'm like, no, show it. It's awesome. Like, and yeah. sure enough, like I've seen some comments that are like, "Where's the tattoo?" Show yeah, it. Yeah, yeah. No, it was a cool thing that she got, and I, I thought I dug it. And I'm like, "No, like, why would you cover that up? That's that. This is you." So. Yeah, yeah. Let's go ahead and we'll talk about the the, the other big scene in this episode, and it's with uh, Teal and Brent walking back down the street after both kind of having a breakup. And then you have a guy who actually recognizes Teal. Recognizes Teal from uh, her soap commercial. That's right. The infamous. That, yeah, the infamous soap commercial. Soap. Um, which was introduced in season one, and uh, what I like so much about that is I love that it's it's coming back, and there was a reason for it. It wasn't just for uh, a guy. Like, yeah, like yeah. this is going to make an effect uh, on her, obviously, at this point, because she's being recognized. And then yeah. when we're you know going to credits, it's like, you got to find yeah, out yeah. what the hell happened. What's, so yeah. 
Um, no, it, it was just great to have, and, and we had a lot of fun with improv on that day too. Like, um, I'm, so, I'm sorry, I'm blanking on names here, but uh, the guy who played the passerby, who was really funny, brought his own dog, but he would do stuff like, you know, like trying to imitate Teal, and yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, he just he would pick up his dog and have the dog wave at yes. Teal and stuff. And then like, I mean, I remember that, me as a yeah. gagger because it was really damn funny, but. Um, but once again, it was nice. That was a very nice neighborhood that we shot in that oh, day. Very nice up in Pasadena. Yeah, I don't, I don't think I have too much about that that scene. I I just think again we had permit, so you weren't shooting on the on the go. Yeah, we weren't. Yeah, we got to, to take our time with it. It just went very very straightforward. I don't really have any. Um, I think trivial stuff for it because I think it, it's exciting that this is setting up for something else. Yeah, yeah. And then we have the final scene, which is obviously a conversation between Teal and Felicia via. The internet. Yes, and we got to do a little guild homage with having uh, Felicia in that yeah. familiar POV, yeah. even if it was just for one quick. We had to do just that the one awesome. quick shot, yeah. but it was nice little shades of the guild and how much I do miss working on that show because we got to do the whole familiar act of reading off camera. Everyone else no, but still got to read her own lines, but then shooting Felicia's POV and then yeah. getting her secondary shot, yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, which was we did exactly like we do on the guild. Which is awesome. uh, we just thought it was a nice little nod. Um, and it was funny. Like, I remember looking in the, the monitor that day, and I'm like, oh, this is familiar. <laughs> but she has short hair. Yeah. And that makes her an awful person somehow, according to the internet. I don't understand that. I don't either. <laughs> I like it. I think she looks good. Yeah, I think she looks great with the short hair. Um, cool. So that's it for this cast. Hopefully you guys got some really cool information and you will come back for the final episode of season two. So until next time, guys, take care. My Gimpy Life podcast is a geeky fanboy production and has a creative commons attribution, non-commercial, no derivatives, works 3.0 United States license, all rights reserved. Are you a fan of the award-winning web series The Guild? Then join us for Knights of the Guild podcast, their official fan podcast. But it's not like your typical fan podcast, as the host, Kenny, has been working on The Guild since Season 2 and takes his listeners behind the scenes with exclusive interviews, special guest hosts, little-known behind-the-scenes facts, and so much more. So come on over to iTunes and download Knights of the Guild podcast, or find us online at knightsoftheguild.com. That was the scene in California's Mojave Desert five years ago. Our historic first view of the newcomer's ship. Theirs was a slave ship carrying a quarter million beings bred to adapt and labor in any environment. But they've washed ashore on Earth with no way to get back to where they came from. And in the last five years, the newcomers have become the latest addition to the population of Los Angeles. Alienation, the newcomer's podcast, is a fan cast devoted to the groundbreaking but short-lived TV series Alienation. This series tackles social issues like racism, bigotry, and intolerance with an alien twist. Each month, we will bring you a podcast dedicated to a single episode. The host will give you their thoughts on the episode, as well as some little-known behind-the-scenes information. So please subscribe to Alienation, the newcomer's podcast on iTunes, or visit our website at alienationpodcast.com.